Welcome to JPlay Studios, where each week I play a random game with one of my friends and we talk about it. I'm your host, Jacob, and today I am with... Peyton. And that's it all. That's it for today. <laughs> just me. Just Peyton for today. Um, so, Peyton, how you been? Uh, so, so good. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 what would you do today? Um, did some <laughs> podcasts, uh, went home. Went to Culver's today, which was pretty nice. And we went to Walmart, which was also pretty nice. Played hide-and-seek in Walmart, so good good stuff there. Good stuff. You know, you can get some nice paintings at Walmart. I saw some nice, nice paintings there. Paintings? What kind I of don't paintings? know if it's paintings or some, like, I, I don't know. Uh, you can get some nice pictures there, you know. Which, nice you know, that, that's convenient because... Um, Actually, in our game, we had we have some paintings. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, we do have paintings in the game. You understand? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you <laughs> segued into that very smoothly. <laughs> so we had paint paintings into uh, each of our levels. Because uh, this week we're gonna talk about Mario sixty four. Yeah, sixty four Mario, forty six. Forty six. Right. What? Well, what about Mario sixty four? Are we going to talk about today? So, Pan. All right. So, <laughs> our game today is Mario's Super Mario sixty four. We should probably give it the right name. <laughs> but it was. It's a platform video game um, created by N Nintendo um, in nineteen ninety six. But it was re released for the Nintendo Switch. Um, was it twenty? Was it last year? Uh yeah, I think it was just last year. It wasn't too long ago. Yeah, maybe the year before. It was. It was. Re it was actually very recent. Um, in fact. Um. But anyways, Pan, what was your experience? Uh, what do you do? You have any fond memories with this game? Um. Yes, I used to play this a lot as a kid, and I never could finish it. And maybe that's was the bad controls, because. Compared to nowadays, the controls of the Nintendo 64 were very big for my tiny hands because of... <laughs> That's why you didn't finish it? The controller yeah, was Yeah, because the, <laughs> the, the, the joystick was right there in the middle and the controller was already huge and I had to reach my thumb over to make it. Luckily, the controllers are smaller, perhaps a little too small, as we go to the, the Switch which I can actually reach the controls this time, and they work a lot smoother. But yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. I don't think I ever finished it as a kid until I picked it up recently. But yeah, I, even as a kid, I really enjoyed it and really loved the concept of Super Mario going through all these paintings and discovering the different worlds. And every time I see a new painting, I'd always wonder what's behind that painting. And you yeah, just, just so dropped in this whole new world. Yeah, and just so we're clear, I, I haven't seen any paintings at Walmart. I don't know what I was talking about. I don't know um, where I was going with that. But um, but about the controller, um, was your, um, the joystick, was that, um, like, have you ever picked up, like, a new, like, a new one of those controllers? It's very, like, um, the control stick is very, like, stiff and hard oh, to move. Yeah, that's something I always, that I do remember. It's 
hard to move. And especially in a platforming game where you have to, with a lot of moving and a lot of navigating the joystick, it is nope. very frustrating when you have a controller that's hard to move when you need to get places. Yeah, that controller, um, I feel like sometimes with some N64 games, the controller doesn't act super as responsive as today's controllers, which is fine. Like, you move one way and you'll, like, fly another way, you know? Yeah. Or you'll, you'll fly that way when you really just wanted to go a little bit. But that's just something um, that... That's just how it was. Um, but anyways, like I was saying, the new... Con- if you ever... <laughs> get like a new controller it's like really stiff like hard to move they loosen up over time um which is nice um and also the cameras in that game i get that this was one of the very first 3d platform games ever made oh the camera's not good at all So the camera (laughs) it does suffer the camera does suffer a lot but for a first game for like one of the very first 3d platform gaming they did a good job on the camera because I played other 3D platform games where the camera is just atrocious and it's newer than this game. So I think the camera's good for its time, but compared to the cameras we have now, it really suffers and it, it's really bad. It does. Um, it is something you have to get past if you're going to go play this game. Because um, that was one of the things that really annoyed me, especially in like um, Ocarina of Time. It, the camera's the same. Yeah. Um, do you have that same experience? Yeah, but luckily they have that little uh, trigger at the top where wherever the character is facing, the camera will readjust to the perspective of oh, the yes. character, which I'm so glad they have that. Otherwise, this game would be impossible to play, I would say. Wait, are you talking about Ocarina of Time? Or? Uh, both games. They both, both games. have the same They camera. both have them? Okay, all right. Yeah, that's good. Um, so the camera is something you need to get past um, a little bit. And get a little used to if you're gonna play this game. Another thing that I will say, um, you know, I'm not really, I'm not trying to bash on this game, but I think one of the things you do need to get past is, um, I mean, the graphics are fine, but a lot of the N64 games I feel like use the same. How do I put this? <sighs> okay, comparing this to Minecraft, because Peyton knows Minecraft. <laughs> you know how all the blocks in Minecraft. Like all the the let's say you put down like the grass, um, block right. Yeah, I feel like every <laughs> platform in this game is just a grass block but a different color. Yeah, like I it's get that. Ma- it like looks the same. And maybe you have lava and water. Yeah, but so it looks like three. exactly the same, but it's a different color kind of. Yeah, does that maybe. make sense to you? Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah, so it is sometimes, especially in, like, I think there's a cave level in this game where everything looks the same. Like, you know, you you get some games that, like, things will look the same, and that's what they're trying to do. But this, I feel like you can get lost really easily in in some of the levels. Um, I don't know. Did you have that experience? Yeah, there is a very huge lacking of attention to detail compared to the games we have today where... They put so much effort and so much work into just the small details, which I think we don't appreciate those details until we play a game like this that has no details because we're getting lost because every room is the same block going back to Minecraft. Every room's made out of the same block, and 
you know, when it comes to Minecraft, you gotta also think about texture and just make things interesting to look at, which this game does not... It doesn't have those textures on the walls, and there's nothing... There's nothing really interesting about the walls. There's no reason why I'll stop at a wall and just appreciate the attention to detail because there is none. Yeah, some games are like that. Um, but we can talk more about gameplay in a second and graphics and stuff like that. But um, I wanted to um, I wanted to explain. I explained a little bit. I an overview of the game. Basically, it's a simple story. Um, Princess Peach is captured, taken by Bowser, right? Um, and basically, you have to go to her castle that's taken over by Bowser, yeah, and you go into these different paintings, and what you have, in order to get to these paintings, you have to have enough stars to continue, and then you go into each level, and you get more stars in each level, and you proceed through the whole game, so at the end of the game, you need, like, what, like, 80 stars to get to the last that level? Lot. That was a lot more than that. It's more than Maybe that? Maybe, like, 120. I think that's how many there, I think that's all of them. Oh. I think there's 120 in the entire game. Um, I'm not sure how many you need to get in the last level. You don't need all 120, I don't think. No, no I don't, you don't I, need all 100. I mean, you don't need to complete all. You don't need to have all stars to get into the last level. Yeah, yeah. So, um, But anyways, you just collect stars in each level, um, which will bring you to different areas of the game. Um, what's interesting about this is this, back then, this was like a popular way of making a video game you'll um uh and i don't know why but there's a lot of games that actually did this um you don't really see it anymore like um donkey kong 64 you need a bunch of bananas to proceed to the next level it's like a collectathon. you need certain things um i know battle for bikini bottom does it as well um a lot of games do it um yeah interesting game um but yeah any thoughts on that, Finn? Um, no. What do we got? After All right. That? So, you're uh, well. I want to explain some of my memories playing this game. I didn't. I didn't get to that. Ah, uh, man. On the Nintendo sixty four, I remember. I never finished this game either. Um, back then it was kind of like I feel like I just got past the first couple levels, and that was it because I would get stuck. Um, but it's just kind of a memory. I remember building forts as a child um, and then putting a TV in the fort <laughs> of blankets and playing this game. And it's just, I love the concept of um, having to collect things in order to proceed. That's why I love Donkey Kong 64. That's why I love the SpongeBob game. And there's all, I think there's a few more games like that. Like, um, I think Banjo and Kazooie do it yeah. as well. Um I just loved that as a kid, and it stuck with me as well. But anyways, uh, so great game. It's considered one of the best games. In it, well, probably in in Nintendo's eyes, probably they're one of their greatest games, top five at least. Yeah. Um. So, probably one of the greatest games in all of 3D platforming by itself. Yeah, of all time. So, but considering that. Um, what what are things you liked, Peyton, and what are things you disliked? You kind of talked about it, um, but yeah, go, could you go into detail about that? Okay, so I already kind of said what I disliked about it. One, the controls, compared to nowadays, they're very out of date in the camera. Don't really handle well, at least from, at least for me. And also, 
there's a thing about creativity in this game. Like, one creative aspect is every world is so different, which I really appreciate it. But it also lacks creative creativity in other spots because every single boss battle, you're facing Bowser. And it barely... The difficulty barely goes up at all. So, oh, I wish they had... boss battles? Uh... Well, of course you I had like every boss battle, is it? Well, yeah, of course you have mini bosses like the big bomb you'll face. Oh yeah. But then you have those mini bosses leading up to the great big boss battle, and you have a few of those. I think it's like three of those, and every single one of those is Bowser. Mm. So I wish, I wish they even if it was Bowser every single time, I wish they didn't put Bowser on the floor like. They would have changed up Bowser's moveset a lot more. Maybe put him in like a flying machine on one, or I don't know. Maybe have the level set underwater just to give, like Bowser Junior with the his mini. Yeah, just to <laughs> give those a lot more, um, different from the other levels, so it doesn't feel like I'm just playing the same boss three times over. But. Besides that, one thing I did like is I love the idea of the stars and how it's a lot. It's a huge collectathon. Like you're basically what you're doing is tr trying to collect stars to move on, and I really love that way, that concept of uh, of that kind of game, and also how you can go through the same levels but a different objective in each level, and you'll see things in different levels that you did not see before. Oh yeah, and, don't don't you have to come back once you gain certain powers or abilities? Yeah, or some stars. you can come back. And also, I really appreciate it how the game doesn't require a hundred percent from you. Like you only need eighty stars to get in, but there's a hundred and twenty stars. So if there's that one star that you just cannot get, you don't have to get it. You can go get another star, and you can still beat the game. So I really appreciate that. And I thought that was cool. Cool way to portray the collectathon of a 3D platform, especially one of the very first three 3D platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, th yeah, it's very, in it's very interesting. I, I, I kind of echo Peyton a lot um, there. I, I love the idea of a collectathon. Some people push it too much. I've heard. I, I know Banjo. Well, um, it's not as much of a collectathon as Mario. 64 because there's so many things yes is uh it's the main bananas the golden bananas but there's also the mini ones there's also the tokens and then you have to spell kong so there's that's really a collectathon but i like this one how it's just um they simplify the collectathon into stars um and with battle for bikini bottom i really i really enjoy um how it's kind of simplified a lot um i mean not as much but um with a, I mean we well I'm sure we'll get this game later, but it's you collect the spatulas, you collect shinies for spatulas, and you collect socks for spatulas. So it's kind of all yeah. simplified in one, and it's not. I love Donkey Kong 64, but I feel like it can be a little much at sometimes, and Banjo and Kazooie, but I haven't played that one much. So, um, but yeah, can we can we talk about? Um, the endless staircase for a second. Oh, the staircase? <laughs> okay, it's not as bad as... Well, I think... It's hilarious. Something... <laughs> <laughs> it's not as ba bad as the Zelda Ocarina of Time endless staircase, because that... There's one in Ocarina of Time? 
Yeah, well, it's more like an endless staircase and then a level and then an endless staircase, then another another room, then an endless staircase. So actually, maybe Mario's would be would be bad, but yeah, it does share a lot of similarities to its predecessor. Or I don't know, because like Zelda: Ocarina of Time and Mario sixty four have a lot in common because they're both made around the same time and they're both three um, D really well. Which yeah, is they both did really well, and they're both one of the very first three D games. So they kind of share that same concept of an endless staircase. Yeah, um, I do. I think if you I got, if you guys haven't seen a speed run for this game, you need to go check it out. It's absolutely crazy. I think there's a way that they can. Um, I don't. I I'm, I might have this totally off. Um, but you need um, the endless staircase that I'm referring to is the one where if you don't have enough stars, you it just goes on forever. Is that the one you're talking oh. about? Oh, I don't I don't see that endless staircase because I, I always have enough stars. Oh, so. Um, yeah, I, yeah, okay, all right, oh, I see what you're saying. There's another endless staircase that literally, as as much as you run up it, it there is no end. Oh, I did not know it. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, if you don't, so you need, I think it's 80 stars to get to the last level, right? Yeah. So if you go in that room before you have 80 stars and run up the stairs, it will constantly go on forever. In fact, I think there's videos on... It's like I've been running up this staircase for twelve hours, and he's literally got a timer, because it literally just goes on forever if you don't have enough spatulas, or spatulas uh, stars. stars. Yeah. Um, it's just a cool little um thing that that's what I was talking about. Um, what what staircase were you talking about? <laughs> oh, I was just like, I knew there was an endless staircase, but I didn't know that it did go on. Go oh, on oh, okay, I see. So yeah. I'm talking about the st- same same staircase, but. Except it ends because oh, okay. I had all stars. Oh, oh, okay. I see. Yeah, yes, yes. But if you do have all stars, it still goes on for a while. But there's an end. Yeah. Instead of it actually going on forever. Um, yeah, it's just interesting. Anyways, what I was saying, if you haven't seen a speedrun, I think there's a way to glitch the game um, where you can like kind of skip to the last level, um, even if you don't have enough stars or something like that. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure how it works. Um, could be totally wrong on that. Um, so, um, some of the things I didn't, um, like about this game, even though it's a great game, you know, camera, like I said, I feel like some of the blocks, um, platforms look the same, um, from time to time. I I think it looks a lot the same. Um, and it can give me kind of a headache or like get me really confused, especially there's a cave level or some water level where everything just looks exactly the same. And, you know, I feel like newer games, even though... When they throw in like a maze or something like that, they put some differences at least. It's not just the exact same copy and paste. But I understand it's an old game, so that that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, so pay, do, you, do you have a favorite? Uh, uh, oh, sorry, some things I liked about this game. Uh, like I said, I like the collectathon aspect. I love that. I I feel like I'm accomplishing something as I collect more stars. It's not just oh, you can use these as a side thing that doesn't really matter um, in some games. But with this, you need to collect stars, and you need to... Um, and it, it just helps you feel accomplished as you continue on. But yeah, pay it. All right, do yes. you have a favorite um, favorite level in this game? Favorite level? 
I'd have to say the bomb level, only classic. because it's it's very classic, and it's definitely the one I played the most because I wouldn't, as a kid, I wouldn't get far, but I'd always be able to beat that bomb level no matter how hard the other levels were. That was always the, the level. That was always the first one I went to, and it's just a very classic, iconic level, and I love the, the fight you have at the end with the big bomb king, and I think that's. I would have to say that's my favorite level. Yeah. And also how like the bombs made their own kinda kinda interesting concept, how actual bombs are making their own civilization, <laughs> which is pretty funny in my in my opinion. Yeah. What <laughs> have, did you notice that in a lot of these old games there's always like a grass area, normal level, there's a fire level, and there's a water <laughs> level. And why every time is the water level the worst level? <laughs> I think because obviously water level you got to put the character in the water, and they just did not figure that out at the time. The, 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 the controls, the mechanics, they just didn't really figure it out to a point. And maybe Zelda, the Zelda Ocarina of Time, had a good idea with the with the boots that will make you sink down to the ground where. That's kind of like an excuse for you to be walking on the ground, but which kind of worked. But also that water level still sucked. But for this, you don't have boots, which is ultimately just. So ultimately, you're just like in pain going through this level, yeah. trying to figure out where you're going, trying to, and also with the camera is just wonky and every your character's wonky, so it's just hard to figure out and very hard to get used to the mechanics of the controller. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, Ocarina of Time, uh, Mario sixty four, every so I mean Sonic the Hedgehog. I oh, every man. game the water level is, is when whenever you put me in the water, my like my excitement shrinks. I'm like, oh great, I have to figure out like this whole new thing. How do how do I swim? And it's not working and all these things. But and the yeah. worst is probably Donkey Kong sixty four. Oh, I hate the Donkey water was. They did not figure out the mechanics in in the water in Donkey Kong 64. It is a nightmare trying to figure that out. Yeah, I... Every water level... And, and even sometimes in the newer games, and maybe it's just me, I'm, Twilight Princess, isn't there a little bit of swimming in that? It's not as There's bad, little, obviously. Definitely not as bad, but also when you put someone in water, or at least when you put me in water in a video game, my anxiety kind of goes up because... <laughs> I think of myself. You just have this terror of water. Yeah, I think this of myself fear. like in actual water because like my mind is tra when I play video games, my mind is transferred into this world. So when you put me in water, my first instinct is like I need air, even though my the character doesn't need air. <laughs> I I need air. So you start to panic, and then the controls go everywhere, and you're like, "What am I doing?" And then you yeah. drown. And especially um, when you're swimming or whatever, um, the <laughs> The, like and you're about to die. There's intense. Is it? In, I don't know if it's in Mario 64. I think it is. I think it's, it's like dun, 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 dun. it's in a lot of games. Yeah, like you like like this intense, in terrifying music though. comes on. I don't, yeah, it may not be in Mario 64, but like and it freaks you out. It's all, all and you got to get to the surface, and it's just stressful because you know you only have a certain amount of time before you're gonna drown. So you need to find like a bubble. Don't want. Don't know why it's a bubble in every game. <laughs> you always got to find a bubble to get air. Um. Or I guess in this one it's a star, a star, 
Is it a star? Or is it no, a bubble? I think, it's, I think it's a bubble in this one. I thought it was a star coin or something. And also, with that bubble, I think it can be a star coin. But Maybe both. Oh, yeah, it's I think both. With, yeah. I think with that bubble, even if you do find where the bubble is, the, the controls are terrible. So it's hard to like maneuver yourself to get the bubble. And the music is just screaming at you because it's getting intense and the music's getting faster, which is increases your anxiety. And it's not like that fun rush of anxiety. It's just terrifying. It is really terrifying, actually. Um, but what I do like about um, the water levels, um, not every game does this, but I think Donkey Kong does it and uh, Mario 64 at least. The, so the I don't know if you knew this, Payton, but the music in the game is a constant... Um, you know how sometimes in some games you'll go into a different area and the music will change, right? Yeah. So with this, if you're in the same level and you're on the ground, the music will be playing. But then if you go underwater, the music is still there. It's the same soundtrack, but it's muffled a little bit. Like oh, you're yeah. actually underwater, that. which is really cool, which is really yeah, cool. I think that's a really cool concept and really cool that they did that. Yeah, I, like if you were to play music and then like at a swimming pool – you hear it, and then if you go underwater, it literally sounds like the yeah. game. I don't know how they did that. It's just muffled. It's really cool. That's I, I actually did not notice that for a long time. Um, and another thing, I'm not sure if this is in... Um, I, think, I think it's in Mario 64 as well, but I think in Donkey Kong, at least, um, sometimes what they do... I mean, obviously not in every level, but in... Um, or area, but if you're like... Um, oh yeah, with Donkey Kong 64, you know how there's that jungle area, but then you go in a cave and you come out of it, and it's yeah. all one big area, like you're not going on to a different level or whatever. Um, sometimes the music will be playing in the jungle, and then you'll go in the cave, and it's the same music, but it's a little more creepy. They yeah. add just a little bit to it that makes it more creepy, which is really, yeah, I can appreciate really, that. That's really neat that they do that. Yeah, and I don't think, I mean, I don't know about games nowadays, I don't know how they do that, or what but it's it's really cool i i i can appreciate that um all in all paid how did you think the music um did in this game um the music definitely wasn't the highlight of the game it was oh, definitely you don't like the 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 slide music oh no the slide music that was that was great you... but yeah the slide <laughs> music was great although i do recognize a lot of songs like right now i'm kind of like the music's almost nothing special right now because it's played in other Mario games almost. Oh, is it? Yeah, some some of the music. Okay. So there could be a little more creativity there. But I guess they play but, so much because it came from that game and everyone loved it so much. So yeah, yeah. that's why it's played. So my, and that's why it's like memes and like so much about <laughs> dropping the pain yeah. off. I guess all most of the other music is just peaceful and nice to listen to, and just like. It's good background noise, nothing I can jam out to or listen to by myself. Although, the slide music, that is the highlight of the soundtrack, and it is a huge meme of a song, and I think that's probably the best song in the entire game. Yeah, well, I, I like the I, I like the music all in all. I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. I think what they did is really good. I like the bomb area's um, music. Um, you know what I'm talking about? I forgot. Oh yeah, I remember that one. I remember that one. <laughs> so I, I, I think they did a, a great job with the uh, music. I think did a wonderful job. I think it, I, I, 
It's amazing. <laughs> it makes yeah, you feel like you're actually transformed into this world. It's hard to tell like what instruments are playing, which is cool for this world, because like I don't know if they have guitars in this world or violins, but in the mushroom kind of kingdom. So it's cool that they have like their own kind of style of instruments that makes this world that makes the music increase the the world and the experience you have. Yeah. Yeah. So out of um music, gameplay, um story, um and like graphics, what do you think has um aged the best out of all this? Um probably I would say gameplay because I so many other games after this came from this type of concept of gameplay where 3D platforming because it's like one of the very first 3D platforming and the idea of like the stars and collecting in a collect-a-thon this was like one of the very first games to do that and so many other games do this because of this game that did it first so I think that's a lot of other games are taking a lot of inspiration from this. Yeah, it did super well for its time, and I was it. It was like the first three D platform. Uh, I th- was I, it? I'm pretty sure Ocarina of Time was. Was first. it Ocarina of Time? And then this well, one. First three D. I think this. I'm not. I'm not sure if you can call Ocarina of Time a three D platforming I, game. You do. You do. You okay. Do. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Um, because it's. Yeah, you do. Um, because two D would be like a side scroller. Oh yeah. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, um, so, uh, I think it's, oh man, I, the gameplay, I, I, that's a good one. And the music, I love the music. I think it's great. I mean, there's not really much of a story, but you don't really need that as long as it's fun. And the, you know, graphics nowadays aren't the, um, like it's not the best, but it, it's, it's aged because it's old and that's totally fine. This game is still absolutely amazing. So Pan, um, with that how do you think this game has um aged very well i think it has aged because so many people are still playing this game and so many people still love this game and so many people still has their game favorite game this one at the very top so i think so far out of all the games we've talked about this one has definitely aged the best and there's still so many people making memes out of it or taking inspiration from it or comparing other great games to it. And I don't think it's going to take a very long time for people to stop talking about this game. Oh, so in fact, I don't think anyone will ever stop talking about this game. I I don't know. It's very, very long time until Mario isn't a thing anymore, I guess. Yeah. But even then, it might take a while. Um, but I, I got to ask, Ben, did you drop the penguin off the off the ledge? Are you guilty of such crimes i plead the fifth i have the right to not answer that question not on this podcast you don't okay <laughs> no i'm just kidding maybe once or twice just, no, just kidding. To make the little flappy noise when it falls down <laughs> yeah if, for those of you who don't know it's a meme to um on the and all over to drop the penguin off the ledge um in like the third level snow level yeah the snow level. there's always they they yeah. have a th- these old games have s- so many themes they they go off of like elements i swear every old game does this which is fine which is great there's snow there's water there's fire there's like a grassland which is totally fine um i love this type of um a game um you know like how 
like Zelda does it. Um, you know, um, so many. Uh, you know, Donkey Kong, not as much, but it does it. Um, but yeah. All right, it's Peyton. As a whole, would you recommend this game to your friends? Do you like this game? I think I already know what your answer is. I think the audience already knows. But would you recommend this game to anyone who's never played a Mario game ever? Would you recommend this game? Um, if you've played this game, if you've played any Mario game, then yes, definitely. If you haven't played a Mario game, then yes, definitely, because it's it's a great game and it started a whole foundation for other great games that I think anyone who plays video games would definitely enjoy. And even if you haven't played video games ever before, then you still might get some joy out of the music or the slide level or just running around. I think that's also something that people who've never played video games before or don't like video games in particular can still appreciate in this type of game. Yeah, and what I love about this game, just a little side note here, it, the game isn't terribly hard that um, a kid can't play it, but it's also not super easy that any adult who plays it will be like, what is this? This is super easy, you know? Yeah. Like, I, this, this is, th th what kind of a challenge is this? So it's literally perfect for all ages, I would say. And that also goes back to not having to collect all the stars in the game, because some stars are going to be harder than other stars. So obviously someone who's really good at video games, they can collect the more harder stars and they can beat the game that way. They can 100% the game. But if you're not particularly good, if you're like a kid, you're still learning video games, then you can collect the easier stars and still beat the game that way. Exactly, exactly. That they The, the way they created this game is perfect. Uh, it's absolutely perfect. And people call it the greatest game of all time, honestly. Um they um it's it's just great you can like peyton said you can collect stars um for all ages really you know there's some really hard ones also some really easy ones um but yeah makes it enough of a challenge that anyone can beat it but at the same time it's it's yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's just great all right so ben um so i would um I would definitely recommend this game to anyone, anyone, liter literally anyone. Um, even if you don't like video games, perfect starting video game. I, yeah, I would say. I, like if this, if you're wanting to play a starting video game, this is absolutely perfect. Um, it's absolutely amazing. So, Peyton, one out of ten rating. Oh, sorry, what, there's only two people here today, so we're gonna do one out of fifteen rating. Um, just a reminder that. Um, so it'd be out of 30. Usually when there's three people here, uh, we each go 1 to 10. Um, and if the final score is 15 out of 30, um, then we recommend the game, um, you know, kind of a little bit. But if it's if it's at least 20, then we definitely think you should go play this video game. So, Payne, 1 out of 15, what do you rate this game? I would give it a 12. 12? Yes. All right, so why? Um, well, obviously, we've already talked about what makes this game great and what makes it perfect and the legacy it set but the reason why i bumped it down a few points is because definitely the controls which they fixed this kind of in the in the switch version but the controls are very hard to get used to and the motion of mario and the camera that's just takes a lot more time than it should to get a hang of which does 
which does def kind of, especially if you're new to video games in general, that definitely does put down the gameplay experience by three points. Yeah, just a little bit. In fact, I was that I think that's a perfect score. I'm gonna give it a twelve as well. Um, you know, like you said, some of the graphics, you know, nowadays they're not the best, but you have to expect that because the game is old, um, and for its time, the graphics were absolutely amazing. Um, but that's something you can look past, um, the graphics and sometimes the controls, and I just, I hate the swimming levels. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a 12 as well. I think that's a perfect score. Um, and that's 24, so. So we definitely recommend Super Mario 64 um, to anyone. So go play it. Um, tell us your experience. You can email us at um, jplaystudio at gmail.com. Um, tell us your experience and play along with us. Um, so in a second, we're, we're going to spin our wheel um, to select our new game. So play along with us, whatever. Um, we'll stay tuned to see what game it is and then play along with us. All right. Um, so you, anyways, Peyton, any last thoughts on Mar Super Mario 64? Um, if you haven't played this game, then go try it out. And even if you make it to the first level, first level is kind of all you need because... It's it's my one of my favorite levels, and the music is great, at least the sign level music, and if you like the first level, then continue playing. I think it's a great game, great game experience. If you like games in general, then this is a good, good way to see where games grew upon, the foundation of what games we have now grew upon. Perfectly said. Um, yeah, like... Um... I don't think I could explain it more than that, better than that. He, uh, it's a great game. Go play it. Um, it's absolutely amazing. And or at least just download the soundtrack because the soundtrack is a bop. Um, but while you're downloading the soundtrack, make sure to download our uh, podcast. Um, <laughs> you like that segue pain? Was that oh, better? Yeah, that was good. That, was that, good. that was better. All right. So, anyways, you can find us on Spotify or Anchor or um, Audible. I'm working on getting it on everything else. Um, but right now, that's what it's on. Um, make sure to give us a five-star um, review uh, rating um, so that more people can find us and share share this on social media. We want to get um, get out there. So um, you can also look us up on Twitter, um, just at JPlay Studio. Um, but yeah, anyways. Um, oh, oh, yeah, yes. And like I said, you can um, email us any questions, any suggestions, you any games you want us to play at jplaystudio at gmail.com. And we'd love to add whatever game you want to our list. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And speaking of that list, oh, I'm on fire with these segues. <laughs> <laughs> we are about to, we're going to leave Mario 64 in the past for right now and select a new game that we will play um, and talk about next time. So, Peyton, would you mind spinning the wheel for me? Oh, you know, I'll spin the wheel since. Oh, are you gonna? Sure. You want me to spin the wheel? Well, well, since you haven't spin the wheel yet. Okay, I'll spin. I'll spin the wheel. All right. All right. And I'm pretty sure I'll be here next episode, mm -hmm. hopefully. All right, I'll spin the wheel. I uh, basically how this works is I'll spin the wheel. I'll give him three hints um, on what the game is, and um, he'll try to guess it, and we'll go from there. All right. Wheel of gaming. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the next game we should burn. What? Payton. You got. You got. You got to let that go. Oh, it almost landed on something I wanted. <laughs> okay. You know this? Yeah. Yes. I. Yes. I know this game. Um. Good game. 
Um, not as um, not as good as its previous. So it's a second. Crazy. That that is your first hint. Okay. It's okay. not as good as its previous game. Um, this inv- this was um. Hmm. Let me. Ooh. Okay, so the, you can play as multiple characters in this. Not just like. It's not just four characters. Um, you um, you, or like two or one. It's there's multiple throughout the game. You kind of switch off. Um, that's that'll be my I'm second hint. Smash Bros. vibes, but also not really, because you said its predecessor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Any more? You got any more? I'll, I'll give you one more hint. Yeah, one more hint. Uh, um, I'm just gonna say it was. I'm a, uh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get uh, 2006. I'll get it was made in 2006. Its original game, the first game, was made in 2005. So it was right after, right after, right after they made a, they made a sequel. That's difficult. Oh, I think I know what it is. I think I thought of it. Okay, so it's not because you really love the very first Nicktoons Unite, and. Again, the second one's a solid game, but it's not as good, and you can play multiple characters, and I believe 2006 is right when this game was made. So I'm going to say Nicktoons Unite, Volcano Island. You are correct. Let's go. Oh, I'm so good. I thought I, was, I thought I kept it a good secret there. Yeah, you did, but I was, I was really thinking. That sequel, the sequel part, I think that's really what got me thinking. But yeah, that was good. Yeah, so this was... Um, Nicktoons Unite is a 2005 game, and um, it's with Nick Nicktoons. <laughs> it was made by Nickelodeon, um, and there's a sequel in 2006 called Volcano Island, which isn't as good. But the wheel has chosen. Yes, so there's quite, quite a bit to say, so I'm excited for next episode. It almost landed on the first one, which I was excited really? for. Yeah, and then it and then it picked the second one, which is all right. So the next, so in the next episode, we will be talking about Nickelodeon or Nicktoons, uh, his battle for Volcano Island. I'm pretty sure. But, anyways, thank you all so much for joining. Uh, play along with us, like I said, and um, give us your opinion on this game. And we will talk to you all later. Thanks, guys. Ciao. Hey everyone, Jacob here. Hope you really enjoyed that episode. If you guys want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash jplaystudio. There are a few different options you can choose from, including choosing the game you want us to talk about, early access to our episodes, and even being on the podcast. Once again, thank you all so much for even listening to us. It means way more than you think, and this podcast wouldn't even be a thing without you guys. Remember to stay safe out there, and we'll see you all later.